Hello and welcome back to the second episode of the 4141 podcast of the 2021-2022 year. Um, this is your host, Bennett Brothers, joined by co-host... Kellen Small, how are we doing this week? We're doing well, we're doing well today. Got a very special guest. Big uh, Friday, big Friday. Three-sport athlete, Eve Gabriel, another three-sport athlete joining us today. How are you doing today, Eve? I'm doing well, how about you guys? Big game tonight, Eve. big game tonight. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but for now, roll the intro. So, Ian, tonight, big Friday night game against St. Mark's. What do you think some keys for us to win tonight? Uh, I feel like for our team as a whole, we got to be disciplined and follow all instructions from our coaches as, I guess, they instruct us to do so. Um, We just got to be smart. We got to make sure we're rotating players in and out, not getting everyone too tired, and just, I don't know, just putting in effort and just having fun. So what did the scout look like this week? What are you expecting tonight for you personally? Uh, personally, well, since I play backside of, uh, I guess, the call as a receiver, I'm expecting to be pressed a lot. So I'm working on my press release and my just working on my routes overall. So I know you love your releases and you take a lot of pride in getting off the line of scrimmage and getting downfield. Who has been some influences for you watching NFL, college, even high school? Any guys that you really like to watch and model your game after? Uh, I have a couple. So in the NFL, my top two are probably, or top three are probably Devontae. Devontae Adams, Adams, for those who don't know. Stefan Diggs and Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. That's a name I have not heard in a while. (laughs) Uh, in college, I don't really have any, but in, I, in high school, I have Evan Stewart. Evan Stewart, who's a five-star. I believe he's committed to Georgia? Is he committed to Georgia? I know he's a five-star. I'm not sure if he's committed yet, but I do know just recently he was ranked number one wide receiver in the nation. He is a special talent. From sure. Texas. <laughs> he is a special very talent. Very skilled, very skilled. Um, I mean, obviously route running is important. Would you, would, if you had a play where you got, would you rather have a good release or a good catch? A good release. A good release? A good release, by far. So obviously St. Mark's strength isn't their corner, isn't their cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. They have a couple of guys inside that are maybe a little bit bigger than us, but mm-hmm. um, what is the stat line we may be expecting from you tonight? From me? From you. Because oh. I, know, I know you're a rotational player on offense. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't know. Ultimately, that depends on... Uh, how much we throw the ball? How much we throw the ball, I guess. Yeah. Depends on our line. If our line can hold up, we get the run game going, and then ultimately the pass game. I say, ooh, I'm saying upwards of, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on, I'm gonna be on the positive side. Maybe it's like a touchdown. Maybe. So Eb, Eb, Eb has been a red zone threat ever since his freshman year. Ever since he stepped on the field, Eb is constantly <laughs> someone who the quarterback finds, um, either in the corner of the end zone or just making a big jumping play. Because Eb is not necessarily the biggest. Or strongest guy, but Eev is so quick and has great hands um, that he can make plays down the field. Um, so Eev, I know you've dealt with injuries in the past, a shoulder, a collarbone. Um, what have you done physical therapy-wise, uh, working with our training staff, and just mentally to keep going and keep preparing yourself? Oh, that's, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Just, I mean... Looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, I guess you could say, because yeah. at the very end of the day, it's just, it's whether or not I really want to play football and whether or not I really want to be like a healthy person overall. And I mean, don't get me wrong, like having a collarbone and shoulder injury was like detrimental towards my like mental health, I guess you could say. Like I was really like 
I wouldn't say depressed, but I was just super sad and stuff like that. But I mean, looking forward to playing football, playing soccer, playing other sports is just kind of what kept me going and kept me doing physical therapy and trying my best. So where does your love of football come from? You talk about that and uh, where, where do you think that you follow the light at the end of the tunnel? Where does your drive to keep playing? Even though it is a sport where it has been tough. You have had injuries. You have been disrespected starting. Like You have been placed back on the depth chart. Where do you find it within yourself to say, I want to continue to play football? I don't know. I'd probably just say like, I'd probably just say the team because like I have fun out there. Like, yeah. I mean, originally I wasn't considering playing this year, but the whole team aspect was just like, was just, it, it was it was just a lot to love to take in and like you know my last year ha- having fun with my friends is probably more you know as I guess more important than not playing football and just missing out on the fun like I don't want to look back like five years from now and be like oh shoot I should have played high school football like my senior year but like you know now I can look back and be like dang I did and it was worth it so obviously you didn't have a matchup against St. Mark's last year and we have a much lar- larger schedule this year what is the difference between the team this year and last year that you think is either a positive or a negative? Just something that's changed and something you think is super important to notice coming into this season. Uh, everyone is just so much closer together. Like, I, like I, I mean, I can even vouch for, like, I love, like, majority of the freshmen, or, I mean, probably all the freshmen. Like, I, I know all the freshmen. I see them in the halls. Whereas, like, last year was just, like, I mean, I mean, props to COVID. I mean, COVID kind of played a big role in, like, not being able to interact with, like, a bunch of the, um, like, I guess, younger cl- uh, like younger classmen due to, like, classes and, you know, like, being at home, like, at home learning, stuff like that. But I guess just being close to the team and ultimately being back in school, I think is, like, just a huge advantage in terms of just, like, the whole culture and, just, you know, like, just, you know, being, ha- like, having fun, being closer, you know, stuff like that. That's great to hear. So obviously this is your fourth year playing high school football. Over all of your years, what has been your number one or favorite memory with the football team? Ooh, okay, okay. I'd probably say my favorite memory with the football team, there's, okay, there's a lot of it. I'd probably say, I mean, although it was heartbreaking, I'd probably say the Cassidy game freshman year when it was, I mean, it was a nail biter. Like it was, it was. That was a close game. It was, it was phenomenal. I mean, from both teams, but I guess <laughs> refs sold. Yeah, but, the, ref, the refs, the refs did not help us out that game. <laughs> refs sold, but I mean, even though we lost, even though like you know we were all crying, and it was just like it was kind of like heartbreaking. It was just like it was just it was just a good experience to like have like have that feeling of like being in like a nail biting situation type game and like almost winning and like it's just it's cool i i tend to agree with ia um even though i may not be answering this question but um ia brings up a good point of <laughs> usually the most fun games and i'm sure you can agree Callan, are not the ones where you win like 42-0 the games i mean lacrosse yeah. games where you win like 23 to 3 it's it's the, like that. it's those games it's those games where you know it's close and you win even those games where it's close and you lose you still feel that team b- get brought together to try to win all, all those close games, and you know, I say it on the football team all the time, the greatest success comes from the greatest adversity. So I think, I think the challenge, and especially with the, the game we have today, and obviously the football team that we have this year, 
is going to be how can we come back from that adversity and uh, prove to be a good team. Um, Ian, obviously, soccer coming up. Mm-hmm. Big senior team. How many seniors do we have this year on the soccer team? I think, uh, I know above 12. Above 12. Above 12 Hopefully seniors. above 13 if you decide to come out. Yeah, well, that, that <laughs> will be very much to be determined. It will be updated on the podcast as I make my decision whether I'm going to play soccer or not. Um, so, Ian, what is different about the soccer team at Green Hill? Because obviously it's so tight-knit between your grade. What makes soccer different? It's just the fact that every single one of us have been playing together since who knows how long. Like, when we were all five. Since the Wildcats back in sixth grade. Wow. Or, not I mean, sixth grade, second grade. Hornets soccer Hornet, days. I, I, didn't, I didn't play Wildcats, unfortunately. But wow. Hornets soccer club was one for the books, bro. I mean, Hornet, it was just it was everyone that you can think of now, plus a few others that unfortunately fell off, were playing Hornets soccer. And we just all grew up together playing soccer just hanging out, just, you know, being friends. And I feel like that helps with, like, you know, the whole team bond. And, and team like, chemistry and stuff like yeah. that. What is it disappointing? I'll, I'll ask Kellen and Ia, because I know you are my co-host, but this is a question also directed to you. <laughs> is it disappointing the results that you guys have had given the talent and chemistry that you have had? Honestly, I don't think so. This The past three years, we have had a little bit of a struggle. Um, some of the worst SPC finishes and our coaches' years of coaching, which is the past 11 years. And I think it's interesting because whenever you look at the depth some other teams have within SPC, there in the previous years were some very strong players. You know, some players that went on to play at the collegiate level. And I think those players, especially in the SPC setting, gave us a great challenge. And it's almost like some one or two players were able to control the entire flow of the game. And in the long run, those teams were able to be successful with those type of players. And I feel that's really different what you get with like Green Hill. We don't really have one player that's just like significantly stronger than all of us. We're all able to like come together with like various different sets of skills. And that's what I think just makes us a very special soccer team. I agree. I, I kind of agree with Connor on that one. I mean, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with him on the fact that we don't really have that one player that is a superstar. AKA like the Messi or Ronaldo type of team, but instead we just have players that excel at like their sort of like their position, their yeah, job, like their position. They like they have certain traits that like they're better at. Like I'm not the best ball handler, but I do have pace. Like, yeah. Like Henry's a great ball handler, but he has horrible pace. So yeah. just like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I listen to this, but I think Henry would disagree. But I would I tend to Henry. agree with Ian. I love Henry, but uh, it's just like it's just those type of things that. Ultimately, I feel like are like the deciding factors in whether or not we win or lose in certain games, and I just so offense has been an issue for the team in the last. I mean, I, I watch a lot of those games. It usually offense is what brings y'all down. What do you think you could do differently this year that can maybe change the stigma that the offense usually is not the one getting it going? The defense usually feeds off that. Dude, I mean, dude, at, at this point, at this point, I feel like. Well, I mean, this is more towards my wingers, Jason and Jacob, sometimes Emilio, me, Kellen. I mean, I feel like for us, it's just being more confident and, like, taking that shot or, like, taking that one-on-one and being, like, like regardless of what your teammates say, just, like, like you know, be the Kobe. Like, don't pass. Like, go yeah. for it. Like, you know, because I feel like last year it was more of, like, you were afraid to do, like... You were a pass-first player. Exactly. You were a pass-first player. You were afraid to do that because if you were to mess up, coach or, you know, some teammates would get mad at you. So when 
when you're talking about that kind of attitude where I'm not going to pass, I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all, especially at Wing, you want to create opportunities yourself. Do you think being a senior, and I know you, you're playing volleyball right now and you're playing football, do you think being a senior, being the oldest on the field, helps with your confidence when you're going against maybe a younger player or a player as, as old as you? Honestly, I want to say it can at some times, but then at some point, it's not like you know what grade exactly. players you're playing against are in. Like, obviously, we know a few, we know a handful of kids from other schools. We've played them in middle school, we play them in high school. Like, we know they're in the same grade as us. But, like, it's that feeling, like, you step on the field, like, if they're your opponent, they're your opponent. Like, you know what skills you can bring to the table, and you know what you're able to do in the game. So, I don't think that that plays as big as a role, but I definitely agree with Eve. It's definitely the confidence, like, saying, like, oh, I'm going to take this, I'm going to take the ball at my feet and go and try and put it in the back of the net. And I think that's something we're going to need to really pay attention to this season if we want to be successful, because obviously we haven't been in the past, so I feel like if we would have had the answer by now, then we would have had a different outcome. But obviously we haven't, so we'll definitely need to try something else that's new. Yeah, and I mean, obviously you can see that kind of, it doesn't matter how old they are based on our basketball players this year. We've got two 15-year-olds who, we got two 15-year-olds who are six, six, eight plus of playing on the basketball team. But, six, eight, two, yeah. 20? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty much studs. Yeah, but it really has been a pleasure having you. Um, wish you the best of luck today in your game. Best of luck for the rest of your year. Um, anything to say before we log out? Nothing much. Thank you for having me. All right, go Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been Ben Abrados, co-hosted with... Kellen Small. And we'll see you all next week. Peace!